Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another week, and we are here to talk about another movie that I went to go sit and watch at my local Alamo Draft House. And uh, I watched this movie, I believe it was Friday. January 27th, 2023. And the movie that I watched on that Friday afternoon, I was skeptical about. I didn't necessarily have any feel for it. I wasn't highly anticipating the movie. I wasn't hype. I just said, I have followers and my fellow YFNMG nation that I need to record for and review for. So I got to go out and find a film that I wouldn't mind watching and talking about. So I go on the Rotten Tomatoes and I said to myself, what's up? And I wanted to take a look at the movies that were currently out in theaters and that I might have a connection with. So, for lack of a better term, um, or should I say, in full disclosure, the movie Plane kept popping up either in my social feeds in other uh, reviews that I saw online on the YouTube obviously the Rotten Tomatoes and I said man I gotta check this movie out people are saying some good things about this movie the main reason I went out to go see Plane outside of my commitment to you all is because it had Two actors that I have an affinity for, for reasons outside of playing. One, Gerard Butler. I was introduced to Gerard Butler uh, in the arts in 2000. Oh man, I want to say six. Let me do the proper research here, folks, because I don't want to get this wrong because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. 2006, I was right. I was right, 2006. I was uh, introduced to Gerard Butler through one of my favorite movies of the aughts, 300. And I was a fan of Gerard Butler ever since. Now that I know that Gerard Butler was going to go on to do a bunch of straight to streaming movies um, what we would have called uh, back in the 90s uh, B-rated movies or straight to home video movies and stuff like that no and then he became like a rom-com guy it kind of fell off and then he, he's, he's also the uh, the fallen dude like Olympus has fallen 
you know those those films that that franchise of films he, he's that guy as well um that's Gerard Butler that's one of the main uh, protagonists in the film the other protagonist is Michael Coulter now Michael Coulter for me will always be Luke Cage from Netflix Marvel series Luke Cage I know he's gone on to do other work, other movies. Uh, he's currently in a, in a series on uh, Paramount Plus that's very popular. And I said to myself, these guys have never done me wrong. I got to go out and watch this film. See what the good word is about. So I go out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like I said, I didn't expect much from this film. And... To say the least, the overall feeling I had once I left the movie theater with this film is, man, do I miss these kinds of movies in the theater. Folks, this movie was like akin to good 90s action. If you're too young, to remember 90s action films I wouldn't necessarily know what to compare it to like when I was walking out of the theater the first couple of movies that came to mind obviously because it came to um, it was the fact that this movie involved a plane was Con Air uh, Wesley Snipes great Passenger 57 you know mixed in with like and I'm dating myself now late 80s Chuck Norris Delta Force type stuff. Um, yeah, man. It was it was a really cool movie. They really knew how to build suspense well in this movie from beginning to end. Like, there were times in the theater where I was gripping my seat kind of tight. And I was like, oh, shit. What's going to happen right now? (laughs) They had me. And I couldn't be more elated at that. Because I was really walking into this, even with the positive reviews, to be let down. That was my predisposed notion in my brain. I was going to be let down. um, And this was going to be something... I was going to have to talk down on. Not at all, folks. The suspense, the action, uh, adventure, mystery, and thriller is what it's called uh, via the genre. Um, to give you a breakdown, as the synopsis says, in the white-knuckle action movie Plane, pilot Brody Torrance, played by Gerard Butler, saves his passengers from a lightning strike by making a risky landing on a worn, torn island, only to find that surviving the landing was just the beginning. When most of the passengers are taken hostage by dangerous rebels, the only person Torrance can count on for help is Louis Gaspar, played by Michael Coulter, an accused murderer who was being transported by the FBI. In order to rescue the passengers, Torrance will need Gaspar's help 
and will learn there's more to Gaspar than meets the eye. And that's the, the close of the synopsis. The movie was released in theaters January, 20, uh, January 13th, 2023. Uh, and it's distributed by Lionsgate. Uh, runtime is an hour 47. Folks, man. I couldn't. <laughs> like, okay. So, I've mentioned the word verisimilitude before. The sense of something being real. Right? This didn't seem like your usual over-dramatization that you might see on TV before. Like, it felt really real. Even though I know I'm watching a movie, I was like, man, this can happen. Even though there was movie magic involved in the plot. The writing wasn't necessarily the best, but like I said, it's akin to good 90s action. And like you couldn't help but feel like, yo, sometimes when these, I don't even know what to call them, man. If you want to call them terrorists, Practitioners of guerrilla warfare, like they were in an island off the Philippines that people in the Philippines wouldn't even go to. Um, man, I'm forgetting uh, the chain of islands that they mentioned in the movie. Uh, but anyways, they were basically they crash landed in this jungle in this particular island that wasn't too off too far from the Philippines like I was saying before and this island was run by this guerrilla faction these uh, this militia let's just call them and they were terrorists Uh, they had been in the news before they were known for um, very aggressive and brutal um, actions they had taken uh, people hostage before, uh, wanted ransoms, uh, performed uh, brutal killings on camera, things of that nature, because they didn't want anybody invading their space in this island. So obviously, um, there were some deaths, some unfortunate deaths of some of the passengers in the movie. Because he did some real dumb shit. <laughs> Let me be frank. There were, there was this. Oh man, I'm sorry to laugh. But there was this one part. Uh, there was a couple, I believe they were Asian, and in one part, one of the passengers before this Asian couple that I mentioned was killed for not cooperating with what the uh, terrorists were saying. And that wasn't necessarily like one of the dumb happenings. Obviously, if you're, if you're not going to cooperate, they're going to kill you, right? That That's like downtrodden uh, movie fact, right? So once this person gets got, this, this, this passenger gets blown away, the woman in this Asian couple 
screams and flees the scene as if you have anywhere to run to in this jungle. I thought it was the dumbest thing I had ever seen. She starts to flee. She gets shot in the back of the head and in the back like three or four times. Then the guy she was with, or her husband, or whatever the case is, he he's screaming out in in a uh, in anger and disgust and and fear and everything. That was real, right? But the but the girl fleeing just for the fact that she saw someone get killed, like girl. In this moment, you should be freezing and shitting your pants, not running and screaming. That's just dumb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was like. That was something I couldn't even believe in the movie. And then the husband, like I said, screaming, yelling, or whatever the case is. I'm telling you this, so I'm setting up the brutality. Yelling and screaming. One of these guerrilla terrorists takes a machete out, slices dude's throat, it's wide open. And I'm there like, damn. That, that right there, that sent the message. Not the flailing girl into the jungle. Nah. The guerrilla terrorist slicing the old dude's neck open. That's the message. That's the brutality. Right? And it wasn't gory. It's not like you saw, like, you know, the the, the throat get sliced open and his head get come off or whatever. You didn't see any of that. But, um, I was like, man, that was just dumb. <laughs> what the? what the girl did um so you know there were some parts in the plot that were like they were, they weren't it right? they're just dumb but that happens in most <laughs> movies like this but like i said before man the suspense was built up really well uh when they had to um basically give us the the visual exposition of how the plane was going down uh, explaining um how the how the weather had impacted the plane and you know they couldn't make contact with the ground and air traffic control and they had to do this emergency landing and everything else in between they did that perfectly the uh the plan on how they were going to try to communicate back to the mainland once they landed in this offshoot island that seemed like something that could take place in real life you know but obviously when the action incurs and all that stuff, that's when the silliness starts to ensue, as I mentioned before, uh, which is par for the course in movies like this. And then like the team up between Gerard Butler and, uh, and Michael Coulter in the movie, man, that chemistry was good. It worked. And, um, you know, the part about Michael Coulter being a uh, a man who was convicted for murder who had been in prison for 15 years uh, it seemed like he was wrongfully in prison for 15 years and they didn't necessarily delve too deep into that but he he made it his business to essentially help Gerard Butler and his uh and his commitment to wanting to uh get those passengers back home to their families and wherever it is they were wanted to go and obviously Gerard Butler as well had his motivation because he had his daughter that he wanted to get back to 
it was around New Year's and stuff or whatever the case is. So, you know, some sort of a holiday feel in that. But I would say it was highly entertaining. It was well put together. You had your stupid plot points here and there and some of the stuff that you saw visually. But at the end of the day, the 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 action was not overdone. I thought the um, the explosions were well done. How guys were picked off in 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 bullets during shootouts and stuff like that. I thought that was well done as well. Um, some of the fighting scenes, the hand-to-hand combat stuff. You know, you see a lot of the martial arts types of stuff uh, in in a lot of movies. In this movie, it played to be a lot more realistic, like the hand-to-hand kind of fighting that would happen in real life between two men who aren't um, trained in any sort of martial art or hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that or whatever cases so that that was realistic so I appreciated that and as well you know the 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 slight character traits they tried to give to um, some of the airline staff and the passengers uh, that were in or on the plane and ended up on the island, the ones that remained at least. Um, They were able to give them some individualistic traits to differentiate everybody and then have like, or like have the audience sink their teeth into the, the, uh, the essence of the entire plot. So I feel like the movie uh, was really, really good. I think that it should be watched in theaters. Uh, forget what people keep on telling you about. Oh, this movie should be uh, a streaming movie. You should watch this at home. For everybody who watches their movies at home and decides to wait for everything to go to digital, I commend you for... Um, staying steadfast and committed to that because as a person who has a pretty nice setup at home with a 75 inch screen and a little hodgepodge home theater system I put together over the years I still see myself going to the movie theaters two to three times a week and watching my favorite form of entertainment outside of pro wrestling. Like movies are meant to be experiential events. You ain't experiencing much if you're home because you can pause it, you can, uh, and then go to the bathroom and then come back and, you know, leave it right where you left off. Because when you're at the movie theater and you have to get up and go to the bathroom, you're missing something. <laughs> so. It's not the same in that particular regard. And then obviously the sound, the sound stage isn't the same. The size of the screen isn't the same. The experience isn't the same. And then at the same time, when you're in a movie theater, you're experiencing it with people you don't even know. So you'll see those real emotional and visceral reactions from people around you. And it's like, oh man, you know, I wasn't the only one who thought that or felt that way and stuff like that. That's cool. That's why going to the movies 
it's always going to be recommended by me. No knock. I understand what COVID did to the world. Do what you do and stay as healthy as you can. But please do me a favor. Stop telling people to wait to watch movies when they could have watched it three months ago and had fun watching it three months ago with their friends and family or some folks they don't even know and had a hell of an experience instead of having to wait at home, going to the theater, I mean, waiting waiting at home, downloading the damn thing, it not even being of great quality in the first place when you download the damn file. Uh, I'm talking to you, Apple. <laughs> I highly doubt there'll ever be a sponsor of mine, but it is what it is. I've tried my hand at downloading movies um, through Apple or iTunes or whatever. Guys, the freaking the file quality is abysmal. So, movies it is for me. With Plane, I highly recommend it. Go watch it in theaters. Experience the loudness. Experience the classic uh, 90s action thriller genre. And uh, just trust me on this, you know. But to leave you with why I spoke about the Rotten Tomatoes stuff earlier. Rotten Tomatoes tells us that 142 critics currently have rated this movie at a 77%, which is a fresh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. 1,000 plus verified audience reviews have playing at 94%. So I am not the only one drinking the plain Kool-Aid. Folks, go out, watch this movie, have fun with it. This isn't Shakespeare. It ain't uh, something more recent. It ain't tar. Um, you know, this is plain action, thriller, suspense, fun. An hour 47. You will not regret it. Anyways, folks, that is my review on playing. Thank you for listening as always. I appreciate the entire YFNMG nation across the globe. Folks, every week I keep looking at my analytics and like now I have listeners in South America. I hadn't had listeners in South America the first two months I was doing this. And now I do. To all my my folks and my brethren uh, out in the islands, I appreciate you. Uh, to all my folks here in the U.S., across the nation. I got everybody from east to west coast here in the U.S. Appreciate you. To all my uh, brothers and sisters across the countries and the continent of Africa, thank you much for listening. Uh, Australia, my mates out there, appreciate you. Um, I believe this is northern Europe, if I'm not mistaken. Let me, let me cue in, let me cue in. My homies out in the UK, for sure. Appreciate you. Because y'all always show me love. And, uh, yeah, Middle Europe, 
I got to catch up with those folks out there. Uh, Middle East, got to catch up with those folks out there, see how I, uh, how I get a footprint out there. We're just talking movies, folks. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy at all. Uh, so, just want to reach as many people as I can. Uh, so, as I always say, folks, thank you again. Uh, I will be back with another review sooner rather than later. So, uh, this has been your friendly neighborhood movie lord, John L. Signing off. Until next time, folks. Take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. And keep doing your best. Thank you.